It's always really weird starting, isn't it? Yeah, because you're just like, welcome, uh, to, this, <laughs> welcome to this conversation I'm going to have with my mate. A, yeah, like, we're just going to talk about things, but welcome to, yeah. to things. Yeah, it's bizarre. Hello and welcome to episode three of Finishing Moves. With myself, Simon Kane, and he's huskier than a Siberian pet shop. <laughs> it's Mr. Joshua Witchard. <laughs> I've been sitting on that all day. Yeah, like you've got. A f- I was drinking tea. Then you've got to uh, forewarn me if you're going to pull out <laughs> something genuinely amusing. I was, I was like, I'm going to say something funny to intro you. Wow. And I was like, what can I say? Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm a little. A little yeah, under the weather, so I've possibly weather. dropped a, an octave or two. But it's all right. Sexy hopefully, it's given me yeah, like a nice little. A nice little husk. Maybe the, yeah. the listeners at home who don't know what I look like all of a sudden yeah. thinking, oh, yeah. actually, hey, this guy sounds... Uh, this guy. Yeah. Yeah, sorry he, for almost killing you. That's all right. I've, I've, I've survived to try and drink my tea yeah. now, so I think we're, I think we're all I think good. we're in the clear. I think we are. Yeah. Well, um, holy Mads Mickelson in a railway tunnel. Uh, what a week it has been. <sighs> yeah. Um, I think, you know, we made a... A point in, uh, I think in episode one, where we said, you know, mm-hmm. we weren't necessarily going to talk about all the new all the things. New things. And then, uh, and and yet, then this week, all these new this things week's come. happened. Um, you know, it's literally been, what, eight days, eight, seven or eight yeah. days since we did the last one. And there's and been Game Awards. Yep. Um, PSX. Yep. PlayStation Experience. And other things have happened as well. Yeah. Um, it's been an exciting week um, based on... Yeah, pretty much every facet of yeah. the, of our interests. So yeah. Oh yeah, and TLC as well, which was fun. Yeah, it was. We just we caught the caught we the just caught the, the tail end of that, which we'll definitely get to yeah. later on. But but a week of uh, a week of hype and yeah. speculation. Yeah. And uh, the rumor mill is uh, turning out some good grist mm. this week. I think. Absolutely. I think you know we've we've just gone and sat through the the trailers and tried not to. Trying not, not to, to say anything. Yeah, yeah, we're in this weird dichotomy now where obviously Simon and I have very similar interests. We want to constantly discuss these things, but obviously we also want to want, make sure yeah. that it comes across organically when we're having these podcasts these conversations. rather than us going, oh, that, remember that yeah. thing you said, that witty that, remark that about that Save thing that, that we saw? Yeah. Put that in the bank. Yeah. Like, I think we were... We were at a party on Saturday and I kept thinking, we shouldn't have this conversation now, we should wait. <laughs> yeah. So we kind of just spent the whole time just kind of going, yeah, so. So, that thing, I hope you, you saw can. that thing. Yeah. Let's, I, I'm aware sh- of your... Show your opinion with your face and no more. Okay. None of the words and we kind of, we've kind of gone from there, haven't we? Yeah. So. Um, I should say also on that note, sorry this is a day late, not that we've made any kind of promises in any... About the regularity or the when this goes out, um, but we were both feeling very under the weather on Sunday. We were, we were indeed. I, was... I think a, a certain degree of um, alcohol influence, mm-hmm. a certain degree of just general yeah. Uh, fatigue. Yeah, fatigue and um, winter-based illness. Yeah, um, and yeah, so we decided to uh, postpone a little bit. Otherwise, I think. Simon's editing skills would have been uh, pushed to the pushed max to the with limit. me yeah. coughing my coughing my lungs up for the majority. I mean, of you know, I don't so. know why I'm making a point with it because we've not made any. I've not made any promises. No, you get but, you get this one you're given. Yeah, 
But at the same time, I think we want people to listen to us. Yeah, and right. Be friends. We like the sound of our um, voice. So cool. So Death Stranding, that's a thing that nobody knows anything about. It's a thing I don't think anyone really knows what to do or say or how to react other than shit. Holy shit. Kojima's doing this thing. I don't know what is going on. I don't quite know how to deconstruct what I'm seeing. I'm not entirely convinced he really knows what's going on. Or if he does, he's keeping... I don't think anybody else involved knows what's going on. Like No, I... I get the feeling that literally no one, even in his team, even in Kojima Productions, I don't think. So, I mean, to, no. So to put it in context, I mean, the first reveal trailer had Norman Reedus yeah. of Walking Dead fame. Was that E3? Was uh, E3 yeah, yeah, on a beach with a naked, with a baby, with a baby. which starts, yeah. that sounds really Sounds bad, really but, odd. But, um, you know. Very apocalyptic, everything, again, kind of going back to the conversation of last week about everything sort of being vaguely... Apocalyptic. Um, obviously, the majority of the the seabed seem to have upturned and died on the yeah. beach surrounding him, and then there are seemingly five figures, five floaty figures in the in the sky, and it doesn't really reveal much more than that. And then we've just been uh, we've witnessed the new trailer, yeah, from uh, Game Awards that yep. Kojima sort of unveiled after his uh, received the Icon Award at the Game Awards. Really heartwarming. Uh, acceptance speech. So Absolutely, I, I, I do. If you have any interest in his games and what he's done um, over the last what twenty years, yeah, I think even if you don't like, I think just yeah, to no. have some kind of reverence for the guy because he is a he is quite an iconic man. Mm-hmm. Um, probably responsible for a lot of well, obviously responsible for probably the best game series, one of the best game series without doubt of recent. Recent memory. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So I the think, second. Sorry. You were yeah, I think if you Gosh, if you ever have a know? yeah no if you have a ever have a, a, an interest in hearing someone who's clearly talking about something that is purely a, a, a passion, it's clearly yeah. not work, and you you want to see that um, in someone, then yeah, I would certainly recommend that you go and go and give that a watch. It's only yeah. brief, but I think it's well well worth it. But so yeah, the, the he's revealed second, second trailer. trailer which yeah. Equally oblique and weird and bizarre yeah it has a very um despite the uh the initial person you see and the technology quote-unquote that they yeah. are in possession of has a kind of like world war ii feel yeah, to it's it a very... in, the, in the um broken landscape of the city they're in with the tanks with the even the army fatigues yeah, don't they're then... not they're not they're they're not, not modern. Current. It's not like your modern warfare. No. It looked very. Well, the um, you said that at the very end of the trailer when, um, Mads Mikkelsen's character, whoever yeah. whomever he is, is revealed. I his, have the his kind of fatigues and all his of his outfit is very modern. But then mm. I did notice that yeah, all the all the other sort of nameless the... soldiers in it were kind of back in time a bit. Yeah, the, plane, the planes looked fairly like spitfire yeah. And the, the weapons the soldiers were carrying were very sort of old school rifles. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like it wasn't, like you say, it wasn't a modern warfare kind of 21st century nope. military style. So it feels very weirdly out of time. Mm. Yeah. Then obviously with the, with the, the alien aspects of, yeah, you know, the whatever. seemingly there are organic... 
um, links between the people, but also yeah. the. I mean, the tank itself had had things like on it, like weird tentacle, tentacly not, worm. Yeah, masses. there was flesh stuff. Yeah, uh. um, and I mean, it lit. Go watch it. I mean, it's yeah. four four and a half minutes um, of something that makes absolutely no yeah, sense. Yeah, and I think we would be remiss to try and make sense of it and try yeah. and be like, this is clearly what's going yeah, on. Yeah, this is clear. what he's clearly but, trying to demonstrate here um, is the if, downfall of... Oh, I don't know where I was going. Yeah. I was going to say downfall of society, but clearly it society maybe, has fucked yeah, it. That was very literal. It's already fucked it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think we would be foolish to try and decipher Kojima. Absolutely. But it um, looks... I mean, visually it looks... Beautiful, Mads fucking Nicholson is yeah. in it, and I don't think there's many things that I've uh, borne witness to that hold Mads Mikkelsen in them that I haven't. No, apart from enjoyed. season three of Hannibal, season one and two are just really good, really dark, really interesting, but season three just kind of gets a bit artsy and wanky and not very fun. Huh. Um, but apart from that, man has got a pretty spotless record. And a pretty good pirouette, as it happens. Yeah. He used to be a ballet dancer. Yeah, which, I mean, That's I need fun. to find some sort of footage of that. Did I not send you the no the gif? No, you couldn't well, find it. I did. But anyway, that's a conversation for another time. Maybe so. Yeah. Um, one, one thing I'm really struggling with, with the Death Stranding thing, is just trying to, just trying to visualise what it would look like as a game. Like, what mm-hmm. the kind of main mechanic is going to be. Because yeah. both of these trailers have been very very artful. Very, very cinematic, very film-based. Yeah. And they feel very kind of mysterious and weird, and they give no clue or illusion to any kind of game. And I'm really nope. struggling to think how it's all going to come together. Yeah. But no doubt that it will, mm-hmm. and it will probably be awesome. Yep. Um, and even if it's not people will still buy it and love it because mm-hmm. it's Kojima. Yeah. I, I mean, do we make the assumption that we are playing as Norman Reedus? I wouldn't. Yeah, I, you probably, yes. Assuming that, you know, that's who we were going to be playing as in Silent, Silent Hills, Hills, which that that PT is I still never. one of the most unsettling things. I couldn't even watch Let's Plays of that. It. it I remember a few... A few years ago, I think when it was still available on um, PSN, I watched a Let's Play. Mm-hmm. I think it was this time of year, actually. Yeah. Um, I watched a Let's Play of of PT, and I couldn't even do that. No. it. So I, I got it, and uh, yeah, it, it was really... For a game, for a trailer that was literally just you walking around a this corridor same. of a house... Repeatedly, and initially, literally nothing yeah. occurred. But you're like, well, I know something's gonna happen. And there was subtle. It was very subtle initially. Then it, there was the um, the shock aspect. I think the creepy baby in the sink. No, I think the doesn't a woman jump out at you first? Oh yeah, you, there's the kind. You of... think you just die and you've done something wrong. So then you start in the same place where you normally start, and you think, oh, I'm back to square one. But actually, you are. You're, pro- you're, still you're still progressing through the game. And then, yeah, then there's the, the weird... The rattling at the door, and then yeah. the bathroom's empty, and then there's a creepy baby in the And the door's, in the then the door's slightly ajar, when you're on and next you, time it closes. Yeah, and then you look into the gap between the door and the frame, and then you see the 
it was something behind it. And it it was utterly the horrific. Mostly yeah. because, again, I think one. And then the, the best. The, the fridge. The fridge hanging with hanging the blood above down. the yeah. doorway with the. Uh, uh, I think the best, the best horrors, and that's whether you're talking film or game, are the ones that aren't show you less. Yeah. Not show you more. They're the ones where it's your brain going, "Oh God, I know something's going to happen," yeah. and then it doesn't, and you don't even get to that point of relief. You're not like, "Oh, nothing happened. I'm fine." It's, oh no, nothing, nothing happened. happened. So, what, going so happen. what the hell is going to happen now yeah. if this time around nothing happened? And I think as well, ones that totally commit to their idea and don't feel like they need to explain it to mm-hmm. the audience. Like, yeah. there was no point in PT or that even that I saw that explained what was going on. It just ex- expected you to, to be yeah, okay I think with that, it. Yeah, I think there was the, I mean, you could hear the odd message on the phone, I think. And then there was obviously that you heard voices every now and again but there was no legitimate explanation no. of what it was you were doing or why you were there then obviously it's ended up with the huge reveal of it being Norman Reedus yeah. that you were walking around as which then got shit canned which Del Toro yeah. and Kojima then were not best pleased about but this has resulted in Death Stranding and this yeah. is where we it's where we are where now. we are now so whether whether this was something that was a, a project that he wanted yeah, maybe that was something he was writing in the background anyway, and it's now just been pushed forward. Yeah, or or know. what? But I uh, should also, uh, just in case people can hear a bit of a noise in the background, should apologise. Well, not apologise because, yeah. But um, I have some gerbils in my house, um, legitimately, not just an infestation. But um, they have this habit of chewing on bars and making a bit of a noise. So if you're hearing kind of like a clattering. Um, deal with it yeah because yeah. I ain't going to tell them what to do I don't no. think I can no I don't think they're going to listen although I mean, no maybe sort of oh no they're just no, they're to look at us so, they so yeah anyway um, we might just have to persevere yeah um, apologies for that um, I realise this is the second week in a row I've apologised for some r- random background noise like that we're entirely you oh my um, squeaking controller on your squeaky controller. Yeah, which is now no longer an issue because my PS4's arrived. Because you have a PS4, yes. Do. It arrived, it's shiny. Um, Did you get the black one or the white one? The black one. Yeah. The new, the new, the small one. one. Yeah, oh, so it's really nice. tiny. It looks great. Um, and yeah, I'm almost exclusively playing Overwatch, yeah. which, uh, as I explained to you on Saturday night, I'm, I'm terrible at. <laughs> <laughs> um, the reason being, and I I kind of forget this until I play them again, is first person's not really my thing. In that, for the most part, I am kind of third person uh, gamer. Yeah. That's the ones where I have at least vague ability, yeah. talent. Um, but my problem is, is that I'll walk through, and obviously I'm entirely new to the game. I have no understanding of the maps or yeah. anything, so it's, I am... It is a bit of a learning curve. I am a noob in every sense of the word <laughs> on this game. But my problem is that, obviously, third person, you, your, your field of vision, as you're playing the game, is pretty extensive. Pretty long, and yeah. it will only take a mild shift of the camera to actually give yourself pretty extensive peripheral yeah. vision. Whereas, first person... Your, your field of view is much... And not small though. And so it? I will see a person in front of me, dead ahead, and I'll be like, ha, 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 fuck that guy over. Honest to God, if you were playing against me, you could probably walk alongside me. 
and just watch me walk towards them and take your time about it, then get... Because I'm not looking left or right. I'm not thinking, oh, I'll just have a peek around this corner before no. I just walk over there. I'm, I'm a magpie. I'm like, right, there's a thing over there. You've got massive first-person tunnel vision. Yeah, that, that's me. So, And the worst, again, the worst thing about the game, and but something that I'll never remove, is that kill cam afterwards, mm-hmm. which just harps it back to you every single time. This is how you fucked up where, this time. Where, like, I'm just watching some guy clearly just watch me being like, what is that dickhead doing that far <laughs> out in the open? Like, what is he... Who is he after? Oh, he's after them. He's not really doing a sensible job about it. Dead. God, I'd love to see you play um, some more, like, serious FPSs. Oh, I, I mean, don't... not to say that the Overwatch competitive scene is not serious, but... Um, can't escape the fact that it is a bit of cartoony fun. Absolutely. So I'd love it, to see you play something like uh, like a Battlefield. Oh, I'd have absolutely no chance. I don't count the strike or something. Um, but it's incredibly fun. Um, I love it. Visually, it's great. Um, I'm obviously kind of coming to terms with who I want to be as a character. Yeah. Like, I thought you just meant in life then. Oh, yeah, but both. Yeah, no. I'm, <laughs> just I'm, coming to terms. Yeah, no. The Overwatch has forwarded that conversation into my into my yeah. mind. Not only who do I want to be in Overwatch, but yeah. who do I Who's your, be who's in your spirit hero at the moment? Uh, Tracer. Playing a lot as Tracer at the minute. Yeah. I don't know what it is about her. Um, the internet um, is, or was, kind of in love with with her with her behind oh because that weird didn't everyone rule... kick off about her is it rule 34 pose. or 37 what is it the 4chan if it exists there's adult material about it oh. so everyone creepy nerd bros on the internet just oh. went see that's ru- here's that's... a video game character that we want to have sex with that's ruined it now fucking nerds that's ruined it sorry admittedly um, though I mean I, I don't get the Sex appeal, as weird as that sounds, talking about a computer no. character, because she is like, all right, Gavna. Yeah, you know, like, she'd be a pain in the ass. He just really wouldn't would. Want, he just wouldn't stop want to fucking... hear her talking, and then she would just zip off all over the place. Yeah, um, but yeah, I'm enjoying that, and quite like Zenyatta for the my more defensive. Yeah, he's quite key. cool. I can't, I can't play him. I don't know. Uh, why. I, like, I don't seem to. There is get Discord in your soul, or something to that effect. Uh, McCree. Again, someone I've never actually bothered playing as. Um, it's um, I think just because he's you have to be very accurate with him, and I'm not. Um, oh yeah, never mind. I just like I think I, I went for. Oh, he looks. He like looks like a cowboy. He looks like John Marsden from Red Dead. Yeah. I. Yeah. Oh, um, and Westworld. He's a robot cowboy. See, just like okay. ticking all the boxes of my interests in yeah. one in one fell swoop. Uh, and Reinhardt. Reinhardt as Reinhardt well. Loves, just because I love Reinhardt. Again, you get the shield up, and you're like. Third per I can do this. I can save everyone. Yeah, I can see what I'm doing. And then some fucker comes up from behind that and then just screws you over. But yeah, it's oh. good. I'm having a good time with it. Um, but also, obviously, as my uh, level goes up, more through luck than good judgment, uh, obviously the games that I enter are um, with people of increasing levels as well, yeah. which is meaning that I'm surviving world, yeah. surviving less and less and the world is getting harsher and harsher. The world around you gets harsher while yeah. you don't get any what, better. What was a lush, plentiful forest for me is now a harsh desert. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not high up the food chain, oh dear. unfortunately. Oh dear. Yeah. Um, I do want to talk very briefly, because I know we talked about it at length uh, last week, but I want to hear your thoughts on um, Life is Strange. Um, ah, because I'm probably going to mention this a few weeks until I'm done with it. Because mm-hmm. I'm now, I literally just as you walk through the door, 
um, earlier this evening, I finished episode three. You did. Um, I want to know what you think about it first, and then I will talk about two and three and tell you why it's amazing. Excellent. Uh, Yeah, Simon physically made me stand in the hall so that I didn't see spoilers when I walked into his uh, which, into his flat which I think I, is uh, I mean that's consideration I beyond yeah I was concerned it was gonna it, it might have been a bit rude to be like look I know you've come around and I know we're gonna record a podcast but can you shut stay in the up hall and stand in the hall for five minutes with the lights off for some reason <laughs> where, um, where I belong but yeah, how what do you what do you think of uh, of life? So I played I played very little. I've only downloaded episode one because it was free, as you still suggested. Which still um, free will be yeah, free forever. Yeah, I would urge everyone to uh, go and have a stab at it. I think that's definitely yeah, it's a free game. I mean, get yeah. get straight involved. Um, currently, uh, I'm at the point where uh, that you were discussing, which is that I kind of hate everyone that's involved. Um, yeah, that's reasonable. You're, you know, arguably a bit of a whiny dick. Yeah. Um, and you're surrounded by, like, genuine dickheads. Well, no, that's maybe a bit of a stretch. It's it's you're school, surrounded by it? teenagers. It's, school. it's teenagers. You're surrounded by so teenagers. yeah, there is, there is, whiny. There is morose. There is, bully. Yeah. Um, there is the teacher that thinks he's cooler than he is. Yeah. Which actually, um, before we get into this... Um, Very I, reminiscent of someone, isn't Yeah. It? I mean, obviously only a few people uh, listen to this. Assuming we've got a large listener base here, of course. Um, Which we will. Yeah. Um, so when I started, I didn't mention this last week, but when I started Life is Strange, the f- one of the first characters other than your character that you meet is the... Um, what has become a typical feature of high school films and that at the moment of the the inspiring teacher yeah. you know up on pop culture super inspiring super cool you know really fashionable got a nice fashionable beard hair and that and I thought what a wanker with him <laughs> what an absolute wanker trying to be hip and down with the kids and cool with his fancy beard and his fancy hair and his black and white hipster glasses and then I looked in the mirror caught a reflection <laughs> no. Oh, oh, there we oh, go. Sad face. Anyway, so you hate everyone. Yeah, but uh, I'm intrigued. Obviously, the, the premise um, isn't one that um, is really explained at the start. It just kind of happens. It just yeah. hap- it, You just come across it. Yeah. Um, so you are very much in the same position as the character and that you don't really have a fundamental understanding of why. You yeah, suddenly... it's not like a super... It's not your superhero origin story. No, it... it an explainable event happens that gives you this thing. You just it it just occurs, it. Um, and yeah, I'm very intrigued by the mechanics of it and what you're doing. Um, I think it's I'm I'm just intrigued to see where it goes because obviously at the minute there was a an incident with a a, a gun, which isn't really spoilers. Uh, oh yes, no, very, yeah, that's in the trailer. It's on. in the trailer. Though. It's cool. like the one of the first um, things that happens. And yeah, I'm now just uh, I think in the dorm of the yeah. of the university. But yeah, I'm I'm intrigued. Like I said, I'm not exactly um, a fan of the the characters as human beings. But I imagine that yeah. that is going to I'm you going to be given reason to yeah I think to change those that. views. I mean, you're it, obviously much further ahead. Yeah, so I mean, how are you? I'm not. Um, I know we spoiled a bit of the first episode, um, well, minor details, but I, I won't spoil any kind of plot details or anything for subsequent ones. But I will say that 
the end of episode two mm-hmm. is now I'm I'm a big fan of you know it's harks back to episode one of games that try and tell a story and the games that are try to be emotive and try to do things differently and mm-hmm. try and tell affecting stories that aren't otherwise told in games. The end of episode two is probably one of the most human and compelling bits of drama I think I've ever seen. Is this, I swear, is, is this game some sort of reflection of your own life? This seems to be, uh, it seems to be having quite a spiritual... Uh... It genuinely moved... I'm, I'm, I'm not even ashamed to say, at the end of it, the kind of principal event at the end of episode two moved me to tears. I had had a few beers at that point, um, hey, no, you don't have to. But you, that not not a yeah, caveat required. No. On the list, on the list of things that between the two of us we've cried at, I don't think this is going to be no. the worst or most embarrassing. Absolutely not. Um, but it, the end of it really did move me to tears, and and I think anyone who's played it um, will understand what. But um, just as a bit of context, obviously I'm not going to go into detail. But episode two, most of episode two is very mundane. And I get I get the impression that's gonna be most of the game yeah, in terms of the, the tasks because yeah. you are you are just a, a kid at yeah a kid and a lot school. of and yeah I think actually a lot of episode three as well it's it's teenage stuff and it's very mundane but there's a lot of episode two which is particularly that like there's a large section in the middle which is just a big protracted like fetch quest mm-hmm. um, which is very gamey and it felt a little out of place. Yeah. And it, it had really no consequence. And I was starting to get a bit lost with it. I was like, oh, if it's just going to be fetch quests and using time to solve puzzles, I'm, I'm kind of starting to be a bit bored. Yeah. But there is a, another narrative through episode two, which involves another character, and that all comes to a head um, at the end of the episode. And the way you deal with it or the way you're forced to deal with it, is completely different to every other part of the game and ev- and the way you've been told you can deal with things throughout the rest of the game. Okay. Not to give anything away. Yeah. But the way you have to solve this problem is totally different to everything and it really changes things and it really made me... made me thankful for the way I started to play the game. Um... Because I don't know about you, but I've always felt, in, at least in the first episode, a bit not wanting to snoop. Yeah. I felt a bit uncomfortable going into other people's rooms and other people's lives and snooping. Yeah, I, I genuinely, that bit where you're, you know, you're kind of compelled to go into the, the other person's room. I walked in and I went, oh no, God, I, I wouldn't here. do this. And I walked straight back yeah, out. I shouldn't be here. Which is it? Which is odd. I've no, I don't think I've played a game in a long time where I, I genuinely considered my own response had yeah. I been in that. Because obviously most of the games are their escapism. They are situations that you wouldn't find yourself yeah. in. Yeah, and I think it's highly unlikely that I'm going to find myself in a situation where I have two guns and I'm coming up against a giant gorilla in a in a space in a suit. space suit. No, but, um, I'll never say never. Yeah, I know. We don't know what the future holds. I mean, yeah. things have happened in 2016 that we never. We never thought it would happen, so 2017, it's anyone's game. Oh, I can't come fucking soon enough, can it? <laughs> no. Um, um, but yeah, um, so, yeah, episode two is, you know, think, and when you're talking last week about, you know, personal stories and games, man, that, 
it got me, man. It really got me. Cool. Um, well, I look, I look forward to that. Then, I, feel, I feel this podcast is going to turn just into a love life, yeah, life, life is strange. Love it. I mean, we'll, we'll get, I'll get it out of the way um, quickly. And then, you know, episode three kind of happens in the wake of that. And again, it's quite mundane and quite kind of life is back to normal and you're kind of in the shadow Not of this event that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just something happens the game totally shifts gears and totally changes direction it kind of hits you a bit like a bus you just go oh this is oh what the fuck <laughs> okay and i'm so excited good to play so you bought end. you bought all the episodes i've got now. i bought the season pass after episode one i was like i'm in splendid doing this. so uh, that's this week's portion of life is strange no, I, I I genuinely intrigued um, to hear how but, how you feel yeah. about its uh, its conclusion. How but many episodes are there? There are five. Five. Okay, so, so I'm, I'm kind of over the hump um, in the kind of end game section now, but I I would persevere. Excellent. Past your initial hatred of everyone. Yeah. No, I think I find the game compelling. I think the the so far. But I mean, obviously, some of the characters you are, you know, literally You're supposed to, to, hate them. to hate. So, Although, but even that, even yeah. that, I, 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 I showed. I now co- don't. No, and I, I and even though, you know, certainly one of the characters in very much the outset is clearly like the, the bully, yeah. quote unquote. I still showed compassion. Yeah. At one point, uh, I, I mean, I, 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 I still about, yeah, fucked I them the over. Thing. But I then post event was compassionate you, you when I didn't. A, you provided need shoulder, to be. You know, you had. I had the option to be a dick, yeah. which would have been, I yeah. think, perfectly Reason. reasonable yeah. given what had occurred prior to that. Um, but I, I didn't, you and didn't. that's, I think that's intriguing. Yeah, it's more worrying. Another game I'm worryingly like glimpsing into my own sense of yeah. self. Yeah, God, I, I'm, I'm intrigued and interested to see if you get to the end of episode two, how you feel about it. Yeah, because it is an event that has repercussions okay god this we're um, just we're just, this is just going to turn into like the most introspective yeah so in a couple of episodes time you're just going to be listening to us question just, our own lives yeah, why we're we'll just, why we're doing this why we're doing what we'll we're just doing be sobbing into a microphone yeah, yeah. um but yeah look forward to episode five <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, because episode four is going to be something special. It is. We're going to um, announce that at the end. We'll do that at the end. Um, so that's life is strange done. Splendid. Um, it'll probably show up again. Oh, without doubt. Five. Without doubt. Um, but we're both playing it. At which so. point we'll be finished, or I'll be finished at least, and then I'll. Go. I'll be playing my usual game of catch up. Yep. So, um, also still on the the sort of hype train of the week, uh, probably one that I think people expected even less than the Death Stranding trailer, because at least we knew that game existed, mm-hmm. was the announcement at the PlayStation experience of part two of The Last of Us. Now, I made a joke on Twitter, which nobody liked, nobody retweeted, so I'm going to make oh, it here now, no. just so more people can hear it. Oh, okay, this is the, the inorganic so, joke of the week. So, Josh, oh, no. if, if they've made a sequel... Called the Last of Us Part Two. Mm-hmm. Does that make the original the second to Last of Us? I don't even know if I feel sorry <laughs> for you. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for organic humour. Yeah. Uh, 
I'd be I'd be disappointed for him, but honestly, he looks so proud right now. I'm really I'm pleased as punch. Yeah. Please go check out his Twitter. It's at Smymans, and you can go and like and retweet all his jokes because yeah. he's a very funny man. Yeah. And I got a retweet earlier this week from uh, from Jim, Jim Trinker. Who, I don't know who that is. He used to work for Video Gamer. He's a very funny man. Oh, that's pretty um, cool. He's also involved in the production company that are doing a lot of the promo stuff for Resi 7. Oh, exciting. Did you retweet something about loving him and please retweet? No, he um, he said that he would be available to write articles about um, Elder Scrolls games for birthday parties. And I told him it was my birthday <laughs> coming up. <laughs> Outstanding. Um, so, uh, The Last of Us Part 2 happened. Or it the did. reveal for it, it happened. And I think it's fair to say the internet went a bit, kind of, we're a bit down on it. Yeah, people mixed. seem to kind of think very mixed why I mean and it's difficult to kind of talk about without alluding to the ending and I've realised you've never played the first one no that's kind of the, the awkward reveal of the week yeah really, not... you're like hey this is a game this looks like a fun game to a sequel to a game I've never played yeah so I'm, I'm fully aware of the original um, I've seen um, the opening to the game, so the first 15, the 20 field. minutes. I've seen the um, the emotional uh, counterpoint that is certainly yeah. um, a fundamental um, kind of characterisation of, of the one game. of the yeah. uh, playable characters. Um, but yeah, I'm also aware that there's some sort of uh, highly emotional scene involving a giraffe, yeah. which I don't quite understand and I've not quite searched out because I think I should play it and experience that for myself. Yeah. Um, but no, I've never, I've never played it. So well, equally without trying to spoil anything, um, I think it's fair to say that the ending is quite ambiguous, and a lot of people were happy about that. For that just to be yeah, for it to kind of be this unfinished. Well, it's a very finished game, and the ending is very definite. Yep, and it's very much that's the end. Mm -hmm. But it's an ending that raises a lot more questions. So I think a lot of people were concerned that by doing a sequel, by putting a sequel together, um, that requires you to definitely answer... Those open-ended questions question. that remain. Which, um, which, yeah, I guess people, some people are in it for, for that, but I guess it's not... I hope that that's not just the route they go down. That no. If it is just open-ended questions, let's answer those and wrap it all yeah, up. Yeah, just be like, oh, by the way, package. on the last episode, this happened, and then we'll fix that and then move on. Um... And I, to be honest, when I when I heard the news that they'd reveal, revealed it, I did a kind of internal groan, and I was that I was in that camp of mm -hmm. why do they need to make a sequel? Yeah, that was beyond the reasons of monies yeah, and monies. Like. Um, a naughty dog, although an excellent developer, they are a fan of sequels, um, definitely. But and I was in that camp of going, you know, why do you need this? Mm -hmm. It was a it was a great game. It's probably one of the one of the best games, if not the best game, of the last generation. It was kind of PS3's like swan song, and it was, came at a really good time. And it was another sort of great personal game. Talking about what we were talking about last week. Yeah. Um, and it had a. It was nice and self-contained, and it had an ending, and it was as a package, it was great. So I thought, why would they need to do more of this? Mm -hmm. And yet. And yet. I saw the trailer mm -hmm. and thought, 
yeah, I want, I actually, yeah, I want to spend more time in this world. I want to spend time with these characters. And since, um, since revealing the trailer, the um, creative directors at Naughty Dog said, you know, the game is set now, I think, six years on from the end of the first one. Okay. Well, I mean, the, so, the I mean, I know I've not really played it, but the, the main Ellie. female, Ellie, uh, is noticeably older. Older. Yeah. Um, so I'm thinking there, you could probably definitely, probably gloss, definitely, probably definitely, 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 um, gloss over those ambiguous points that happened six years ago. Yeah. And just kind of say, this is where we are now. And you almost don't need to say anything about it. Yeah. I mean, this is all very speculative because obviously we've just seen a reveal trailer. Mm-hmm. That um, gives away... Literally nothing? No. Uh, but I'm excited about it. I, You know, I was in the, the camp of why did they need to fuck with this? But um, given that it's so set apart and also that the um, in interviews, or I think it was a PSX panel, the directors at Naughty Dog were saying that we we know these characters and we love these characters more than anyone and we wouldn't do this if we didn't think it was the right thing to do and if mm. we didn't have a worthwhile a worthwhile story. thing to do which you got to take with a bit of a grain of salt yeah because everyone because monies yeah but and everyone has a heightened sense of um, self-importance and self-worth yeah. sometimes when and oh I think this is important so yeah but you know I've never I've never played any of the Uncharted games um, I've got the collection, so I mean, there are my like pile of catch up. Yep, I've got four. In You've a nice got little pile. I can that from you at some point. Yep. Um, but they, you know, I think the end of Uncharted or Uncharted Four as a game was kind of regarded as a you know a fitting end, and you know they improved from Uncharted One to Uncharted Two. Um, so I've got some faith in what they're going to do with it. Yep. Um, I'm cautiously optimistic, I'd say. Um, I'm hopeful. Splendid. Um, which actually um, brings you on to something I was going to ask you, because um, basically, essentially, this episode is just talking about trailers. Hype machine. Yeah. Hype the hype train. Yep. Um, which sounds like um, sounds like it should be Mojo Rawley's finishing move. I'm surprised it isn't. <laughs> he must have train. a move that's called the hype train. Yeah, or something, something to that effect. That. Yeah. Um, but do you think? And actually, this ties in. I told you I would link. Um, these trailers to No Man's Sky and I'm going to do it damn it cool Um, but do you think the hype train is dangerous god because obviously provides unscripted questions yeah because obviously games like or we've had reveals of two big games that I think people are really excited Mm -hmm. about yeah but we're in a position now where we're so far away from release. I mean, one of the games I don't even think has, is in production. I think Death Stranding is kind of in early stages, yep. like super early stages. And Last of Us 2 is very much pre-production, I think, at mm-hmm. this point. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're years out from seeing these games and already yep. people are going mental. Um, I've, in the context of No Man's Sky... This certain. does link to a question, by the way, which I'll ask in a minute. Um, certainly. I think that the problem is, is that people will see, people will analyse and people will discuss. And when people, certainly, you know, when everything now is a YouTube comment or a, a, a tweet away, yeah. a lot of people will um, infer certain things from what they're viewing. 
And unfortunately, rather than um, commit them to memory as, oh, this is an opinion I have, this is what I, this is my interpretation of what I'm seeing, they commit it to memory as, that's happening. Now, I know with No Man's Sky, I think that they certainly didn't help themselves in how they answered certain questions about the game. I know there's, um, I believe it's in the States where they were taken to the equivalent the, uh, of the advertising yeah, agency. Yeah, the advertising standards agency regarding in the, States. Um, the information provided. But I think most of the damaging build-up to that game was done by us, the viewers, yeah. not them, the developers. It was a case of speculation became kind of turned into fact. Yeah. When I say fact in air quotes. Yeah. Uh, people thought, oh, they've said this, therefore I will extrapolate to this, mm-hmm. and now my inflated view of what this is going to be is what they said. Yeah. So when they don't deliver on the thing I made up in my head they are wrong. Yeah, and I think, you know, people were always querying, you know, there was no, um, there was no um, complete sense of plot device or really strong narrative. I know there was some, but not a huge amount. Um, but that was never, it was never really presented that way. You, no. The presentation of it was, you are here in random planet X and you need to get to the centre of the universe there will be some things that will compel you to do it, but for the most part, it is a game of a self-directed, pure, pure exploration. Yeah, it's not a narrative-driven. No, and I think a lot of people triple A game that is what most things. people I think I think just people assumed was going to be part of it. Yeah, I think people expected it was going to be this game that just ticked every box. It was going to yeah. be like GTA in space. Yeah, um, and I know I know Sean Murray didn't help himself sometimes by saying where people are like is this going to be in it and he's like yeah yes in one form or another Um, but that's interesting because does as a game developer are you not allowed to change your opinion or change your direction if you say X will happen are you obligated to provide Uh, X I would say I would say no Um, I think I think purely, surely the notion of it being in development is, it's just like, that. It's for not, example, it's if, not the finished release. Yeah. If Kojima turned around tomorrow and said, Death Stranding will feature X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. And then two years down the line, when it's finally released, um, those features aren't in it. Mm-hmm. Will people react to Kojima in the same, with the same sort of vitriol and, I do mean vitriol because if you look at what happened with No Man's Sky, oh, and, death threats, the whole nine yards. They, oh, did they hack the servers at some point? Yep. Um, Refund demands were through yeah. the through the roof. Will people if if Kojima does what I say Hello Games did when they didn't really do anything? Mm-hmm. Because people let their speculation and let yep. their kind of inflated expectations get the better of them. Mm-hmm. If that happens with a game like Death Stranding, will people react to them? and Kojima Productions in the same way that they did with um, Hello Games and Sean Murray? Yes, yes and no. The internet will get butthurt because the internet always gets butthurt yep. um, when they don't get things that they believe they're entitled to. Entitlement's a weird thing that I never really understand in the kind of culture-consuming community. Um, it's something that, you know, it's like when a band 
writes that. It's writes like that we, second album that's not as good. And you're like, well, I don't like this. Yeah. You're like, well... I bought your first album, therefore you must do what I Yeah, do. yeah, you must, you know, why have you not... It's the usual thing where a band will write an album and then the second album come out and you have two options. They'll either be a fairly similar sound and everyone will go, that's the same thing, I'm not into yeah, that. Why, why have you done that? The There's no thing. progress. Or they'll make a bit of a departure and they'll be like, oh, you've departed from what made yeah, you what you can't are. fucking win. And that's kind of, you know, that's kind of, I think, certainly our generation in a nutshell, unfortunately. But I think what Kojima damn has... millennials. And yeah, god damn us. Don't like labels, but... Yeah. Um, but I think what Kojima has going for him is 20 years... He's of, got the prestige. Yeah, 20 years of the... history of making games that have sold God knows how many across the world, have prompted incredible critical response. So yeah. I yeah, think... Yeah, true. I mean, Hello Games... Hello were... Games, this is... Quite an unknown quantity, weren't they? Yeah. they um, their first game? I think so. Yeah. So this is kind of, you know, there's no there's no sense of someone going, oh yeah, but remember that they did. Whereas Kojima yeah. could write anything now. Yeah. And and he, go, well, he, well, he did Metal Gear Solid, so we can trust. He, you know, he's trust. He's earned the kind of trust, yeah. hasn't he? He'd have to do quite a lot to, to tarnish his, yeah. his reputation in like a M. Night Shyamalan kind yeah. of way. Um, I should mention actually that the reason I thought of um, No Man's Sky and the whole hype thing uh, was off the back of a question uh, from Martin Visneva, who said um, the No Man's Sky update, which was released recently, mm. um, which included like base building and freighters and yep. a pretty big update. Mm, new new modes. Yeah, pretty sizable update. Mm-hmm. Um, is it too little, too late? Now, I, I got rid of No Man's Sky after a couple of months. I had my fun with it. Um, I loved a lot of it. I hated quite a bit of it. Um, so I can't really comment on the state of the update mm-hmm. and kind of actually how that changes the game. But um, So we can't really answer your question, but the... Well, we've... Well, I mean, we can... Had a, regardless of playing it, I guess we can... I mean, do you think... Do you think that will absolve them of whatever people are accusing them of? Do you think it will... I don't Do you think, think it will bring people back? I think... Do you think people who have... Maybe put it in a nice little dusty pile in the corner. Do you think people? And I'm will... tempted. I'm tempted when you know, New Year's when the sales come around. If it's like fifteen quid, I'll pick it up again, um, to have a look. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say it doesn't seem like it's too little. It seems like a pretty sizable update, and it kind of I think it fundamentally changes a lot of things. Yeah, I think probably, you have the... yeah, like too late. Probably yes. I think um, obviously they went dark. Hello Games went dark for. a good couple of months that didn't help um, that didn't help in the wake of all this um kind of internet hate that they got yeah um, but the most I, compelling one is the the twitter account the yeah. graph of activity yeah kind of from release onwards where it was like just tanks yeah um and i think i don't think that helped them i think they needed to be set says i with no understanding of <laughs> the, publishing the nuances of yeah um, I do have some understanding of game development, but I'll talk about that later <laughs> in another episode. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I do think they maybe needed to front with it a bit and kind of yeah. Well, I think they even grabbed the ball by ball by the horns a bit. Yeah, I, I'm surprised that there either wasn't the sense of okay, we not even necessarily apologise, but like okay, we understand why some of you might not have um, bought the game you think you've bought, but also I thought there'd be a bit more defence yeah even if there wasn't a 
no, I don't think they needed to come out and widely apologise. But I would, I was expecting more of a case of, right, we, we, I know you might not like it. I know you might not be happy, but we've made the game we wanted to make. Yeah, this is what it is, and do with see it, do try with, and see it, in do this with life. that what you what yeah. you will. You know, we have. I think the, the I think by going dark, they didn't do themselves any favors. No. They kind of buried their heads in the sand a bit. Yeah. And maybe just to rebuild a bit of confidence, because they are an indie team of, I think, mm-hmm. only about a dozen people. Yeah. And when you think about what it is that they've achieved in terms of the game, yeah. it, from a technical standpoint, it's still yeah. a bit of a marvel. And I imagine it's an incredibly personal game for a lot mm. of, for all of those 12 well, people. Yeah. So when someone attacks something that you've put literally hundreds of hours of your life into, and yeah. it's a bit of your heart and a bit of your soul, you, you are going to be a bit knocked when people go, I hate it. Yeah. Or it isn't yeah. what you said it was going to be. And it, and it's the same old thing where like you just like no one compelled you to buy it. Yeah. No one forced you to buy it. Yeah. You saw trailers. It didn't. It yes. It maybe the first couple showed things that weren't going to necessarily be that prevalent in the actual game. But obviously the trailer is going to show the exciting things. But when there's eighteen quintillion planets, yeah, they can't like, all be. The excitement is going to be dispersed yeah they it's can't not going to be... all be snazzy yeah casino planets but it's it's it, like i said it just goes back to that sense of entitlement doesn't it yeah i think i think they're going to struggle to bounce back whether yeah. it's the update or the production of a new game yeah but i kind of hold hope that they are able to he, he seems like I, a reasonable yeah. human being i know i know still i still hold no man's sky in quite high regard mm. I, I really enjoyed the game um even though yeah, there are a lot of things I didn't like about it, but yeah. I was never compelled to take to the internet and lambast them for doing yeah. stuff that they thought was best. You should die for not making the game I wanted you to make, yeah. even though Please don't. I didn't ask you to make it in the first place. Yeah. Why didn't you read my mind? Yeah. Um, right. I think that's enough. I think it's enough video game yeah. chat. But other exciting things that have come out in the, uh, in the movie. Yeah. Everybody talks about movies. Since. No, we haven't, but it's something that we are, you know, we do spend a lot of time. Yeah, we should probably films, spend less than 50 minutes talking about one thing. Well, I think well, we've, yeah. we've talked about quite a lot. Yeah, in we've, that, we've in covered this, a, lot I mean, of, a lot of ground. Mostly video games, but I think. Yeah, we've covered a lot of. We'll certainly have one stuff. soon where it'll be mostly. We'll redress the balance, I think. Yeah. So, um, Guardians 2. Yeah. Of the Galaxy. Yeah. So, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Volume 2. How fucking pretty does it look? I think oh, that's the first thing. Yes. From a colour standpoint, I think it's the, I think they're one of the first films where they're using a new camera. Oh, I didn't um, know Which has some amazing name. It's red. So it makes it sound like a weapon. It, <laughs> it sounds outstanding. Um, it looks beautiful the, from a colour standpoint. Um, I think they've really made it. Yeah, I mean, I, um, looking at the, the new trailer. I didn't realize how how blue Drax was yeah. in the first film. He looked very kind of grayish, mm-hmm. but yeah, the colors do seem to at least in the trailer really pop a lot. Yeah, more. so um, it looks really bright and fun and cool. Yeah, which is basically well, Marvel in a nutshell, really. And I think <clears throat> yeah. that's kind of where they've really set themselves apart from DC is that there is that color both in the like visually, visually, but also in the tone. Yeah. You know, we don't need everything to have it's grit somber and heart and, and, and yeah. I think sometimes you just you know, as I said about games earlier, it's it's escapism, isn't it? And sometimes you just need it to be two hours of 
fun, fun where you sit yeah. there and you enjoy yourself it looks like it has exactly the same tone as the first yeah. one <clears throat> it seems to be hitting all the same sort of marks yeah um, and I think it knows what was successful about the first one I mean the first one was such a like just a really confident film I think it was especially given the fact that you know let's be real here the Guardians of the Galaxy as Marvel characters go were not people didn't know who they were no and Chris, and com- and Chris Pratt um, prior to that I think had only been in Parks and like in, in terms of probably what he's most well known for um, Parks and Rec Parks and Rec and he's in um, <clears throat> shit what's that film where he got into ridiculous shape what about the uh, oh series. Zero Dot Thirty yeah that's that the one. <clears throat> but yeah no barring that he wasn't really seen as a leading no and then he so you've got this fairly unknown leading man in a fairly got, unknown backstory yeah with a with a property that people don't know about mm-hmm. co-starring alongside a retired professional wrestler um, who I mean let's be let's be real here he was the best thing about the first film <laughs> In a, pretty, in a great first in, film. In, in pretty pretty much. I mean, you can't you can't deny it. As much as initially you were like, well, they just hide him because he's the, the big guy. Obviously, I, he's gone out of his way. I mean, I've read interviews with him where he's like, look, I'm genuinely... I genuinely want to do this craft as well as I can. He's taking extensive acting lessons. Yeah. Obviously, he did in the WWE in the sense of they worked yeah, yeah. him towards being able to do a promo because he was terrible initially and then he turned into a passable promo guy. But yeah, I think he was he was fantastic. And you have to obviously throw some love to James Gunn for his oh, yeah. direction. But yeah, um, he I think, killed it. And like, this trailer seems to have oh, no... Le- I mean, again, he's the best. He's the best bit, he's the the best bit of the trailer. Well, that and Baby Group. Which is going to be a merchandiser's dream, isn't it? You know, we're yeah, going to see baby group, so many plushies, literally everywhere. Um, I'm someone, gonna, someone's I'm, just I'm patting call, themselves. I'm in the calling back, it now. Uh, Halloween twenty seventeen is going to see a marked rise in baby, baby group like onesies. You'll see so uh, many yeah, like, not even children that. in baby group costumes, um, or maybe like. Rocket ones with Groot, with on, the Groot shoulder. on the shoulder. Yeah, I like. I really liked that in the trailer because it's the obvious sort of inverse to the first film. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really excited. Yeah. Um, because it is just it's fun and it's cool and it's exciting and all and the kind of hu- same humorous beats. Yep. Um, music soundtrack. The music. The soundtrack. Outstanding. Um, whoever decided to not just call it. Guardians of the Galaxy 2, but Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Yeah. Uh, well, done. Rays. Uh, I mean, the soundtrack to the first film was just oh, legit I, amazing. So on, um, on point from, from minute one. I mean, that's the, yeah. that's the, the very opening of the, of the film is him listening to his cassette player, isn't yeah. it? And it's so, yeah, I'm, I'm really happy about it. I'm really excited that it's, they're doing another one, not that yep. they wouldn't. Yep. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. The same as May. Uh, April May, or May, yeah, April, I think May, so. We don't have too long to wait. No. I think that will come around pretty, pretty quick. Pretty quick, but no, it looks it looks great. Um, if it's anything like the first one, then I think we are in for a treat. For a treat. I'd also like to give sort of props to Bradley Cooper as well for making yeah. Rocket his own. I think he's as voice acting goes, he's genuinely owning that. It doesn't sound like a phoned in. No, because you know you've seen films before where 
yeah, kind the of voice acting. acting has been a bit kind of yeah. It feels like a man in a booth or a lady in a booth, just kind of reading a script. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Whereas I mean, I think you could easily watch the first one not knowing he's Rocket. Yeah. And I mean, I don't think I like, did. I don't think I did. I think I missed. I I heard Bradley Cooper was in it. Yeah. I saw it and I was like, where 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 was he? And then at the end to be like, wait, who? Holy. F- yeah. Is it him? Okay. Which, as we just agreed on Saturday, is not acceptable when you've watched The Revenant. Oh, no. So, <laughs> to put that into context, context um, obviously, we, uh, The Revenant came out... Uh, about a year ago? Yeah. About this time last year, I think. I think, yeah. yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Well, early December last year. My kind of um, internal calendar's fucked. Oh, yeah. Well, this yeah. year's gone so quick, hasn't it? It's ridiculous. Um, absolutely love that film. I think, oh, yeah. from a visual standpoint one of the most visually awe inspiring films I think I've seen have ever. you have you seen it since you saw yeah. it in the cinema mm-hmm. how is that how is it on a smaller screen compare? yeah still great I mean obviously you lose because I think see what... I was really because when I went to see it at the cinema it felt like a weird sort of dream like it didn't feel like watching a film I was kind of really just enveloped yeah, yeah. by the whole thing mm-hmm and it felt like a kind of weird, like fever dream. It was, it was mm. really weird. Uh, I loved it, but it felt really kind of not out of body, but it felt like a an experience. Yep. So I'd be kind of a bit apprehensive to watch it on a small screen. Mm. I mean, my TV's already quite small, so I'd be yeah. a bit. Yeah, I'd be apprehensive to see that film and kind of tarnish that view I have of it no I, no, I understand that um, I was I was reticent I didn't buy it straight away when it came out I was a bit kind of worried about about the same thing and certainly from the the landscape shots um, when it's musicless I think the the surround sound the huge screen obviously really helps you understand the scale of the surroundings yeah. of what and Leonardo DiCaprio's character is going through um, but yeah, I think obviously you are on a smaller screen, you're slightly more compelled by the story that you're seeing. And obviously it's only, yeah. a, it's a fairly slim narrative. Yeah, it's not, it's not like, um, it's not like Goodfellas, is it? It's no, very, it's yeah. not. It It's not, you're not going to have plots coming out the, out the out every corner, are you? Yeah. But no, it still stacks up. It's a wonderful film. Um, but yeah, the point we were, uh, were going to make was that... Uh, we had a couple of friends who uh, went to see it. They had, as if we've disowned them since. Well, I think it's a worthy reason. No, it's probably not. Um, who saw the film. And obviously, I was aware of, in the, in the build-up, that uh, Tom Hardy was going to be in it. Because Tom Hardy is brilliant. And I think as soon as I'm aware he is going to be in the film, then you that would go to heighten my interest, especially when it's alongside... Leo DiCaprio and Donald Gleeson as well who yeah. shouldn't be uh, overlooked who he has a, a fairly smallish role in that film but he is uh, fantastic he's in everything good. he's in yeah. Um, yeah we had a couple of friends who went to see it and in the end credits were like Tom Hardy, Tom Hardy? who was Tom Hardy <laughs> who was he in I mean, like, he's, he's, I mean he's, he's, the, he's the antagonist yeah he is Arguably has more screen time than DiCaprio in the yeah, middle section. Yeah, he has a lot more dialogue. Yeah. Like, he I mean, says more words. Unintelligible dialogue oh, yeah. at some, at some <laughs> points, but... Yeah. But man has a bigger script. Yeah. And, I mean, don't get me wrong, he's got a lot of facial and everything, but 
it looks like Tom Hardy. Yeah. It's Tom Hardy. If it looks like Tom Hardy and it moves like Tom Hardy, it's likely it's Tom Hardy. Take a take a stab that it's Tom Hardy. Yeah. Um, so that was, that was interesting. That was fun. Um, I will also, one last thing, which I only realised um, kind of a few months after seeing it, that the scene in The Revenant with the, towards the end, with the bison liver, where yep. DiCaprio has to kind of get inside the thing and he eats the bison liver. Yeah, oh, no, actually, no, it's later than that when he kind of, he meets the, the wandering um, Native person, American. And he gives, gives him something to eat. Yeah. Um, that actually, is a real yep. raw bison liver. Yeah. Yeah. And DiCaprio Re- is really a vegetarian. And he's and, and and really, really gagging and throwing up. And yeah. that man really wanted an Oscar. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, could we have just given him one without him having to yeah, just, compromise on, yeah, his look, belief just, system? Just to, have one. Just have one. Like, did not someone just go, look, Leo, you don't this is in the bag. Do Please do not eat the raw liver I mean he could could even do what um, I mean you've not really seen a lot of Game of Thrones have you Uh, series one and that's it season one yeah Um, yeah but uh, you spoil it for me well no everyone spoiled everything for me but I'm so far behind there are literally hundreds of thousands of words out there in Waterstones that spoils the season um, there are TV show yeah I suppose you can't complain about that they've literally written a book spoiling Game of Thrones god damn (laughs) Um, but uh, Peter Dinklage who plays Tyrion mm-hmm. um, he also is a vegetarian but his character in Game of Thrones is kind of there are many like feasting scenes where they're eating yep. like chickens and you know um, that's all kind of corn made to look like chicken outstanding yeah I mean that's great yeah oh, I love it out. and I won't throw shade at corn either because I had their Corn's southern amazing. fried chicken pieces the other oh, day corn is that, that shit's chicken yeah, man. I'm so, like, genuinely was a bit like... And the chicken nuggets are just on point. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not a vegetarian, so it doesn't matter to me. Shame. But I was like, no, no, no. I've been provided with actual chicken. I think I should, I think I should tell the authorities. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know who to tell. Someone's put chicken corn, in my fake... Corn, corn is fucking some vegetarians <laughs> over right now. And I need to tell, <laughs> I need to tell someone. But... Uh, oh, that's... I didn't know yeah. that. I didn't know. No, so all the, all the food that... Um, Peter Dinklage eats um, in Game of Thrones is all fake meat and yeah. tofu and seitan and that kind of stuff. Good. Well, I'm glad he's not subjecting himself yeah. to the rule. Has he got an Oscar yet, though? No, nah, should we just give him? Yeah. He needs to eat some real meat first. He does. That's um, that's clearly the route. Yeah. Clearly the that's route. That's where I'm going on. Yeah. Um, there is one last trailer that we did very briefly watch that I don't think you'd seen before. No, I hadn't. We, we put it on, uh, which is The Mummy. The Mummy. Which... I don't really know why that's happening. No, that kind of really took me by surprise. Like, I didn't literally didn't know about it until you said, hey, there's a trailer for this. You should watch it because we're going to talk about it. Mm. I was like, okay. Yeah. Uh, it's confusing, really. Um, obviously, we had The Mummy uh, series. That's, I mean, what, 15 years ago Many now? Many years old. Yeah. Um, Brendan Fraser uh, led films. Yeah. Who, I mean, he's kind of fallen off the edge of the... Oh, yeah, where is he now? I don't know. I think I saw an interview with him a couple of years ago and he, he looked really sad. Last and... I saw of him was in Scrubs. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Feels. I don't think I've ever been able to emotionally deal with that episode no. of Scrubs. Let's not no. do that now. Fair play to Scrubs, though. That is one of the most emotionally compelling 
sitcoms I've ever seen. Yeah. In the, strong, like the in the, I could list probably two hands worth of Two Hansworth? Two Hansworth. <laughs> two sets of fingers worth of, of episodes. What you're looking for ten. there is the word is the number ten, Josh. Yeah. I could you name this ten. I could name lots of episodes. Two hands of episodes. Two two handfuls um of fucking Zach Braff. Um yeah, no, that it's a fucking emotional roller coaster that show. It's great. Um until it gets to Scrubs Med School, then it just shifts. Oh yeah, the it went off the it went off the deep end then, didn't um, it? But anyway, we're getting, that's tangent territory. Let's talk about the mummy. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we had uh, Brendan Fraser, Rachel Weisz. Um, Dwayne Johnson. Uh, John Hanna. Uh, oh, yeah, Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne Johnson. In the latter the ones. They were terrible. They were awful. Kings were really bad. Um, and we had that, and it was light-hearted and... Um, Family fun, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, but... You know, I think the special effects were of its time. I think they, I think they still stack up. I think. Yeah, I, I mean, I've not seen on, it for a long time, but I think I caught the the back end of of the first one. They're always um, on ITV too. Oh yeah, they're, can, they're that kind of film. Yeah, they? um, and it still stacks up. Um, but yeah, again, it's a another ninety minute throwaway, and then they've decided to, uh, obviously make a new, make um, a new one. IP. I don't think it's not a. Reboot, I thought it was it? linked. I thought it was a reimagining. Yeah, um, but it's I read just on a new, a new thing. Yeah, um, and it's obviously gritty, and the color palette has it's taken a, a a turn to the grayer. Yeah, uh, and it's Tom As, Cruise. Yeah, um, once again, sort of clinging on in a plane whilst it. Yeah. Oh, this time of, this time crashes. So Mission Impossible, he was stuck on the outside is, with it. I mean, it, there is a moment going up and, in the trailer where he jumps in the air as a bus kind of careens towards him, and he manages to and jump flips through, through the, window, the bus. Yeah. Through the bus. Yeah. So ba- all that you know, all that Mission Impossible wire work is clearly paying off. Yeah, it's Mummy Impossible. That's the problem with the trailer. <laughs> I think. That yeah, I didn't get any of the sense of kind of the creepiness. I mean, there were the, the obvious kind of creepy moments in it. But I didn't walk away thinking that looks terrifying. No, I, I walked think, away thinking that's a Tom Cruise film. Yeah, I think the um, esophagus looks. Oh yeah, Esoph- no, not esophagus, not the throat. Sarcophagus. Sar- <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell! Make myself sound like sarcophagus. Um, looks genuinely terrifying. I think the yeah. moment it came from the screen the first time, you were like, oh, "That that's cool." Shit's going down. Uh, the problem they've got is Tom when Cruise. well, Tom. Tom Cruise, yes and no, in that he's very much a singular thing and it looks like he's doing his Mission Impossible usual self. Um, but the mummy, who is a, a woman in this instance, looks remarkably like Cara Delevingne as the Empress in Suicide Squad. Or whatever her character's called. Um, oh, it's got all like, sim- like Sanskrit or... Egyptian, it probably yeah, it's probably Egyptian. Uh, um, hieroglyphics and that. So again, even that, and yeah, even that doesn't have that compelling edge of oh, so, that's that's different. That looks visually interesting. You're like, oh well, we saw that six months yeah, ago. That, and I know that's a totally different film. Totally, yeah, the different different the IPs, different creative team, kind of but unfortunately, familiar, isn't it? Yeah, so, so there's nothing. There's nothing new. It really it struggled looks... to set itself apart, barring the fact that you're going, oh, okay, so this is. Those films that I saw 15 years ago, but in grit. Yeah. Grittier, not shinier. Um, grittier. But I know you did watch uh, 
uh, Tom Cruise film recently I that I've did. seen before and yeah, loved. I loved it. I mean, um, I was going to talk about this last week because I'm going to mention it again. Um, Life is Strange was very Fucking much... Hell. Go, Fucking hell. Fucking hell. Gonna do it. Gonna do it. I love the game. Um, it was very much a video game that wants to be a film. Yep. And I watched Edge of Tomorrow, which was very much a film that wanted to be a video game. Lift, I repeat. Yes, indeed. Um, so, premise, if you haven't seen it, just very quickly, um, Tom Cruise... It's basically Starship Troopers meets Groundhog Day. That's the best description I've heard of it. Yeah. So, Tom Cruise... Alien Invasion. No, Casper Van Dien, though. No. Or Neil Patrick Harris. No, was he in... He was. Was. He's the scientist. Shit. He's the one that's... uh, He's the scientist where he's got the... That's uh, cool. Alien behind him. So he's talking about the anatomy and then he shoots it dead. Oh, cool. I did not know that. Yeah. Did not know that? Did not know that. I love that film. That's a... That's a... (laughs) That's a... As B-movie... Like, B-movie sci-fi goes. Yeah. That's actually a really... Fun yeah. film to watch. And it's, it, I think it's a film we should get drunk and watch at some point. Oh, totally. Uh, also, they created a uh, children-aimed uh, CGI TV series. Did they really? Yeah. Well, of the... Oh, what's terrible. the... I can't remember what their... Their army... Rough something. Next. Some, someone will tell me. Riders? Roughnecks. I, I don't no, know. No, I can't remember. But they have a name, people, uh, and it's based around them. Uh, and it was, yeah, it came out when I was possibly too old to be watching children's television, but old enough where I was like, that's Starship yeah. Troopers. Like, That'll do. Fucking yeah. hell, I'm watching this. But yeah, oh, that, cool. that, know, that was the thing know. that happened. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Edge of Tomorrow, um, Starship Troopers meets Groundhog Day. Tom Cruise has to sort of relive the same kind of beach landing. Yeah, very, um, uh, very Don't Kirk. Yeah. Yeah. Um, against this alien menace over and over again because um, he can sort of inexplicably every time he dies he's set back sort of two days yep. and then it, it's it's Groundhog Day mm-hmm. and he gradually gets better and he gradually levels up um, much like we do in video yeah, games yeah and it, it's it's really obvious because it's very much like you get to a point in a video game especially games like um, the obvious comparisons are things like Dark Souls and Bloodborne. Yep. Um, very difficult, and you kind of you progress a step at a time. Mm-hmm. You kind of go right. We we'll get to this point right now. We step left, and I'm dead. Yeah. And you okay, have that I'll moment. Get to this point now. Step right. I'm fine. Right now, step right and go forward. I'm dead. Yeah. And I think it, it what it does cleverly in the in the film is that it has those bits where he kind of does a bit that he knows he hasn't got past before. Has that moment of like, yeah, I did it. Then gets fucked up and then bang. Which is is video games in a nutshell. Yeah. It's that it's those games where they're like, Oh, you think you, you think succeeded? you're great at this. Oh, that's and uh, dead. You didn't you didn't see the guy stood yeah. behind. So I really enjoyed it. It was one of the few Tom Cruise films I've seen that I enjoyed. Uh, <laughs> uh certainly of his more recent yeah, output. He kind of once he went a bit mental and joined a cult. Um, his God, wow, come at me. Cool, no, that's good. I'm glad come that you've taken the controversial uh, statement away from me this week. Yeah, this come at me. Sorry, um, Scientologists. Sorry, right. listening. We might get Louis Theroux on one week and we can talk about it. I'd love to talk to Louis Theroux. I would love to. We'll reach out to him, shall we? Yeah, we'll send. We'll send him. We'll the send link him this. Like, look, we really like you. You seem. I also um, talking about retweets and such. Um, I went to see uh, my Scientology movie um, when it came out at the cinema. Oh, well, a couple of, of course. Ago. Yep. And 
Went to see it, loved it. Um, day after, I tweeted out, take me days to come up with it. Oh, <laughs> is this another? <laughs> yeah. Ta- fucking hell. And I said, uh, came out, saw, saw my Scientology movie. Yeah. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I should I? I'm disappointed in myself now, that I didn't see that coming. I did that with the intention of getting some sort of, what's the word? Acknowledgement. Mm-hmm. That's the word. Yeah. From the man himself. Right. But I didn't. But I woke up the next day and I had a, um, a notification on Twitter that said, so your tweet has been retweeted by such a body who I now can't remember the name of. But I was like, who is this guy? Then I looked at his thing. He was the guy that played David Miscavige. Have you seen in, No, but I know he... So he basically, the, the premise of the film is Louis Theroux because uh, he can't interview the actual people involved he in Scientology. He gets people to... Hires actors to play those people. And do them. And makes a, makes a film about yeah. Scientology. Yeah. So... The actor that plays the head of Scientology, David, David Miscavige. Miscavige, retweeted and liked the tweet that I oh, sick. about the film. Yeah. Well done you. Well done me. Shame you can't remember his name. Really. No, no. Sorry about that. Never mind. You probably wrote this. Again, this is one of the things where we should write all these things down before we... You write this into this. Damn our ability to... He's a... Hey, he's already liked and retweeted you, so yeah. maybe he is this. Maybe... Sorry, uh, guy whose name we don't David. know. But thank you. And if you listen to this, thanks again. Yeah. Um... So yeah, Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of, it was fun. I liked it. It was. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. Good film. Again, go and watch it. Ninety minutes. It's got uh, Emily Tom Blunt in it. Has she's always. Uh, she's good. Did you know she's going to be Mary Poppins in the new Mary Poppins? I did not. They're doing a new Mary Poppins. I've just said Mary Poppins quite a lot yeah. in a very short period of time. Uh, no, I uh, don't know. That. Yeah, they are That's doing Mary Poppins Returns, uh, and she is going to and then care for it, the kids of one of the kids that she is it part of a trilogy. Are they going to do like Mary Poppins Strikes Back? <laughs> I'm Mary, sorry. Mary Poppins Reloaded. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah uh, but it's Emily Blunt as Mary Poppins. Uh, Meryl Streep's in it. That'd be, um, that'd be fun. Yeah, it's going to be. I don't know. I don't really know why. I don't think it's what people require. I don't think I've ever had a conversation where someone was like, do you know what we really need? The we need a new Mary Poppins film. But again, you know, no one it said we good. wanted a Last of Us sequel, no. so um, maybe we're going to be all right. No one said we wanted a do Jumanji reboot, but we're getting that. But we don't actually want that. Oh, yeah. It's The Rock, yeah. isn't it? It and, is. Indeed. But it is Karen Gillan. Yeah. Well, you win some, you lose some. Yeah. You get For every Karen, Karen Gillan, you get, it has to be a rock. A big man of... Do you think she just has to be in films with um, ex-WWE wrestlers? Maybe that is no contract. Yeah. Maybe she's just yeah. She's like secretly, yeah. A huge WWE fan. Maybe. We'll have to get her on. We'll get her on as well. We'll do her. And she's great. We'll get her and the Ruthie on the same episode. That'd yeah. Well, she takes all the boxes because she hangs out with WWE wrestlers. She's in Marvel films. Yeah. And is coming back into Guardians of the Galaxy two as well. Yeah. Nebula is going to be called. Cool. Hasn't shaved her head this time. Oh. Uh, they've worked out a way just to give her hair. Give her a oh, like a bald, bald cap, kind of. which I mean, that she could have done that anyway, but never yeah, mind. Fine. Um, and she's in Doctor Who, the trifecta at, at peak, yeah, or one of the peak Doctor Who times, as far as I'm yeah. concerned. The uh, Matt Smith, Karen yeah. Gillan, and Jack Cole. No, the the three of where it's oh yeah 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 Rory Rory well, I can't remember the guy's name Henry Ivan. I don't know. That guy. Yeah. Yeah, that was one of the peak. peak. So yeah, she ticks all the boxes. Let's get her in. Yeah, let's do it. Cool. Well, we'll tweet her. 
We'll, we'll tweet her. We'll tweet Louis Theroux. We'll find the guy that plays David Miscavige. Yeah, we'll do tweet it. him. We'll tweet. We'll get him in. Kojima. Yeah, we'll get him in. Yeah, so right. we'll get him down to Bristol and uh, yeah, be fine. Yeah. He's not like he's got anything important to do at the moment. Nah, nah, he's fine. Game looks done. He does retweet a lot of um, like random stuff from fans and that Kojima. Fuck, let's get on it. Yeah, we does. just 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 do it until we get yeah, one retweet from him, just... and then we can be like, oh, the podcast that gets retweeted by Kojima. Yeah. That'll, that'll bring the people in. Um, right, I, I had thought about maybe talking a bit about some wrestling, but I think we've gone on a bit. We have. So we have. We can probably have to leave that. Plus, all we'd be talking about is maybe five minutes of wrestling that we saw. Yeah. Um, I mean, it did include uh, AJ Styles springboarding into a 450 yeah. from the ring to, to the outside, outside the through a table. Yeah, which is that was the best thing ever. Outstanding. So... Um, but yeah, we'll, we will talk we'll, about that very soon. Um, what we should talk about, though, is um, episode four. Um, mm, a new hope. A new hope. <laughs> I knew you were going there. Yeah. Fives. Um, so next week, probably be next week. But it's going to have to be because I'm it is. fucking off home for Christmas. Yeah. Um, yeah, we are going to do this next week. We ain't going to be around. So uh, next week um, is going to be our sort of last episode for a while because uh, it's Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, families and so we have things to do yeah um but we in the spirit of things uh we were going to do a sort of finishing moves awards episode so kind of yeah. the best of 2016 we need, we need some sort of name for the awards yeah well uh the something the for something. the finishes yeah. we'll think about that we'll yeah. work it out if you've got an idea yeah, of what got, we can call well, it actually, then yeah, please um the reason we're mentioning it is you know a lot of award things are very kind of your dry categories of best this best that best the other uh, we thought it'd be more interesting to well have some interesting categories mm. um so putting this out to people that are listening um if you can think of any interesting niche weird bizarre odd categories for awards uh best use of a vegetable in a video game <laughs> something like that you know I don't know wow. anything some, something's going to provoke yeah. a bit of provoke a bit of thought on our part well some you know some kind of interesting category yeah um, and then we will we will each pick a yeah pick we'll, a winner, give it, we'll give it we'll, we'll talk about it next week yeah so yeah we would love to hear from you guys if you've got any ideas for, for categories yep um, and I think we'll probably I mean I think we'll probably have individual one I think rather than best it'll probably be more be Favorite. favorite yeah yeah and of, we'll do, we'll do each the, of the things we'll do the general ones as well yeah you know we'll each i think come up with a best of yeah and make sure we or favorite of. actually speak about it in advance so we don't do the same one yeah maybe I think unless so. we are compelled yeah to, to have the same i mean i'm pretty sure you could probably work out uh, my best game of 2016 already mm-hmm. yeah i got a good shout <laughs> so um with that said yeah it'd be lovely to get some get some ideas from you guys get some get some new categories yep and so, some general questions and general well. questions yeah um, we're always always keen to answer those if yeah please in. keep them coming yeah. um, so I realise also the redundancy last couple of weeks um, at the end when we're kind of doing all the this is where you can see us um, saying where you can listen to us when you're already when you're already to listening to us is a bit redundant so won't do that because um, you're already listening to us but um, if you don't already uh, follow us on twitter both collectively and individually. Mm-hmm. Uh, collectively, we are at finishing underscore moves. Uh, individually, I'm at Smimans. And uh, I am at Witch the Warrior. 
Uh, which with a Y which for with a y. Yankee. Uh, I won't explain why the Warrior is a no. nickname. I knew this, but I've uh, since forgotten. Is a nickname that I hold. That will be. We'll we'll save that one for, uh, for an a episode. If someone tweets that in as a question, why yeah, you call the Warrior? Then I'll explain. But it's a story that, even with all of the requisite context, won't make any sense. No, but we can we can yeah. do that. We can so we can work around that. Them's the Twitters. Uh, we're also on Facebook. Uh, Facebook's probably the best place for kind of updates and general sort of info and best place to maybe put questions. Yep. Uh, so Facebook um, forward slash finishing moves podcast or one word. Mm-hmm. Um, all we want for Christmas is uh, shares and subscribes. I think it's fair to say. Well, I want some trainers as well, but yeah, I've got my eye on a few other things, but yeah. that would be, that would be a wonderful little extra. Um, if you listen to this, if you enjoy it, if you've even got a bit of a giggle out of like five minutes of what we said, yeah. it doesn't take long. Um, wherever you're listening to this, however you're listening to it, find the subscribe or Well, obviously subscribe because why aren't you already? Um, but get this in other people's ears. So yeah. find find the share button on iTunes or Acast or however you're listening to this and copy the link into Facebook. And tell, just your friends. Try tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell anyone. Tell strangers. Put it in your Christmas cards. Yeah. Um, Genuinely, it, mean, it would mean a lot to us mm-hmm. to kind of see that people are enjoying it yep. and that we're not just doing this in vain. I mean, we'll do it anyway. Yeah. But it'd be lovely to know that people are interested and yeah. it'd be lovely to get out in front of more people. Absolutely. I did. Uh, uh, someone did tell me today that they uh, they listened to it because they are currently, um, or they happen to currently be seeing someone who uh, is quite into games and oh, wrestling cool. and they aren't. So they're almost using this as a... Ah. So I hope we've given you some yeah, uh, conversation I mean, uh, pieces. And it is something we mentioned on Saturday when we were out. Um, I noticed you had a conversation about, you know, towing the line between talking about stuff for people that are into this stuff versus beginner friendly. Yep. You know, if you're not particularly into wrestling or video games, like you can still listen to us and you'll hopefully learn some stuff. Mm. So we so, we like to think we're at least mildly entertaining funny so. regardless of what slightly informative about. maybe yeah anyway. we like it we yeah <laughs> we like the sound of our own voices so it's fun um so yeah we're on twitter we're on facebook at finishing moves podcast mm-hmm. um subscribe please share i know i don't want this to sound like a plea but it really would make us happy um and tis the season of giving so gives a share yeah give that fucker away cool well We'll see you next week, I think. We shall indeed. Lovely. For the uh, first inaugural... Finishies. Finishies. We'll have something better than that. We'll work on that. Yeah. Cool. See you next week. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye.